Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. What's up, campers? Welcome back to episode 55 of Camp Strange. I am your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. And I'm your other camp counselor, David Stokes. And we're back to bring the spooky, weird, wacky, and frantic. And uh, we are doing a morning episode. It feels weird. Which is a little um, different than what we usually do. We usually have it like super late at night, and we waste. <laughs> David comes over, and we waste a lot of time before we record, and we usually end at around... 11 to midnight yeah but we are starting at 10 a.m because we both have messed up schedules this week so it is a little bit different of a vibe there's actually light out it's less spooky but we're gonna keep it spooky you know we're gonna try our hardest yeah i've had about eight mimosas so we're we're still on track it's uh wednesday (laughs) kidding (laughs) but what we what have we had this morning well, we, you know, let's just do it right here. Yeah. We've had some, I'm drinking some Spring Heel Jack right now. Let's oh, just yeah. get this ad break out of the way. If you guys like coffee, come get some Spring Heel Jack because we got it in our cups. It's in a Camp Strange mug right now, and uh, it's looking good. So and you've got the shirt on. I got the shirt on. I'm repping hard today, and uh, I'm, I'm loving this coffee right here. Let me just say how. Ooh. I actually almost just spilled all over myself. That would have been even sexier. It would have been good. Um, so if you guys like Spring Hill Jack, go check them out at springhilljack.coffee and they're really good, good prices, good coffee. So we got that out of the way. We're good. Um, end it. Now let's, <laughs> we're done. Uh, let's get into some news stories cause right. I have one right here that All says, right. let's hear it. Um, workers scream as mouse launches itself into deep fryer at Texas Whataburger. <laughs> That's fucking news. Wow. So apparently this mouse was, uh, in the arms of an angel. <laughs> They caught it on video, but I can't find oh the video. Oh, my God. I don't know if I want to see that So video. They, they took the video down because I guess there was a – in Texas uh, – I've never been to a Whataburger before. I heard they're Isn't good. Isn't it Whataburger? Is it Wada or Wada? It's W-H-A-T-A. Wada, Wada. I think it's like Whataburger. Oh, it might have been. I mean, it might still be. <laughs> um, but basically this um, – this little mouse was scampering across the counter, and of course, we all have uh, cameras in our pockets nowadays. So, oh, yeah. so somebody pulled it out and uh, pulled out their phone and started recording this little mouse because uh, that's just a horrible PR thing happening for Waterburger already. And just to make matters worse, as uh, the the employees ran around trying to catch this mouse, it uh, decided to go and uh, find an escape exit. Went for the through, hot tub through the sky. <laughs> it went to heaven because it tried to jump away and landed directly in the deep fryer did they serve it and i was gonna say are, are fried mouse on the menu because is this like their new way of like competing with the popeye's chicken sandwich it might be they're like oh, you guys never tried fried mouse you can pick your mouse and we'll fry it <laughs> it's like the it's like the, the ma- lobster thing the mouse fries itself that's the thing yeah you know? the, the mouse wants to be your meal you come here for the the fanfare, you know. Yeah. So, um, but at when I jumped in, everybody started screaming, and you could hear one guy in the background yell, "Who else needs a refund?" And uh, I guess uh, it got 1.4 million views in less than 24 hours, and it was shared 50,000 times, which is horrible. That's pretty fucking bad. But like shit happens, you know. Like, I, oh yeah, I wouldn't stop eating there because of it. But um, it, they maybe kept... that location, but yeah, maybe that one. <laughs> <laughs> But they, they came up with the statement that says, we closed the restaurant out of an abundance of caution and notified pest control. The entire restaurant has since been cleaned and sanitized. I would want a new deep fryer. Kinda. That's what I was going to say. I would say I would take that deep fryer and put it on the front lot and be like, yeah. for free, getting a new one. Be like mouse mouse fryer. Yeah. You know, put like, put a little sign on there. It is free, but it has cooked a mouse or two. <laughs> you know that's not the first time that's happened. Yeah, th- there's been other stuff that had fallen in there that it, oh, it's yeah. not necessarily kosher. But um, I kind of want to – it's kind of fucked up that that article made me want to go try Whataburger. I think Whataburger. they have them in L.A. Do they? I think so. I know they have, like, a couple burger. But they have that Astro Burger. I don't know what that place is. They have a couple. Fat Burger. Fat Burger's uh, over here, but I don't even – I've never even been there. I don't yeah. know. I just Whataburger do... has, like, the cool retro – Oh, okay. Logo, I, right? I mean, I just usually do In-N-Out, but, like, In-N-Out in L.A. is impossible to go to because the line's so fucking long all the time. So I don't even go there anymore. I just... Oh, looks like the closest Whataburger is in Arizona. Yeah. We don't have them out here. It's more it's of a yeah, south thing. So well, next time I'm there, I'll try some, some mouse. Yup. 
All right, so uh, I got owner of Pho King Good Noodle Shop <laughs> says he's not in on the joke. Oh, he doesn't get it. Yeah, so it's a it's a pho place, you know, so, P-H-O, so it's it's pho, and then it's king, and it's good. So, it's a fucking good noodle shop, and the owner says he doesn't get the joke. Explain what pho is to the people who don't know what pho is. It's a, I believe it's a Vietnamese soup, noodle soup. It's kind of like their ramen. Yeah, I think so. I prefer ramen over it, but a good pho is good. I think I've had pho once, but um, yeah, it's, it's spelled P-H-O, so everybody says pho. Pho. Yeah, pho. But um, it's pronounced pho, and of course, of course, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But um, it's probably right next to the the sofa king. Yeah, that, that was the joke in middle school. Be like, oh, do you ever go to the sofa? Read this out loud. He's yeah, like, sofa king. Okay, so yeah, I know Portland had a place that was uh, hung far low. No fucking way. Yeah, a Chinese restaurant. That's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> is that? Ours is just called China Dragon. China Dragon, there you go. Mm-hmm. You got one, everybody gets one. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway, um, yeah, so, I don't know. It better be so fucking good if, uh, is he like, is he really not get it, you think? Or you think he's just like, you think there's a language barrier there is what I'm saying? Or do you think he's just like, playing dumb because he doesn't want to like admit that he named his restaurant so fucking good yeah i don't know because then people are like what is wrong with you you know like that is a swear word we have to say a swear word when we eat at your restaurant yeah that's i don't like swearing around my children y'all let us eat fun shut up and uh, let us be worldly and eat your soup (laughs) without this disgusting language so um Speaking of food, hmm. you know it's a really good way to... Is this our third food story in a row? Yeah, I guess My other right. one's about food, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so you know it's a really good way to get, like, free pho, though? Oh, yeah? Uh, is if you carry a police badge and gun, even if you're not a cop. Because Georgia woman is accused of borrowing a badge and gun to get free snacks. <laughs> so, yeah. this lady... Just let me borrow your firearm this, and your badge. This lady borrowed an officer's gun and badge. I don't know if, like, borrowed, like, willingly, like, here, take it, or, like, I just took it off, like, your nightstand or something like that. And he's not pressing charges for theft kind of thing? Well, here's the thing. So, she got busted because she was going into Quick Trip. I'm guessing that's, like, uh, you know, 7-Eleven joint we got going. Yeah, it's like a gas station thing. And uh, the ball's on her. She goes in and goes, I want free snacks. So she just came in and said, I want free snacks. And the guy's like, what the fuck? Like, you're acting weird. And she was probably, I mean, from this mugshot, if this is it, she's just wearing, like, a white V-neck. So okay. it's not standard undercover. standard <laughs> uniform. That's how you stay undercover is you demand free things <laughs> for being an officer. Like, hey, 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 look at, look at that gun. See that badge? Give me that Twizzler. Give me them Twizzler. I need a Twizzler. Um, so they yeah. couldn't give her some uh, three-week-old taquitos out of garbage. They could have given her something, but instead they gave her a uh, jail sentence because hey, yo, uh, that's free food. They... <laughs> <laughs> Very some good free point. slop for you. Very good point. But uh, the guy uh, department says the guy his name was Green, who you know was the actual officer. He was suspended, but he later resigned. I would be so fucking mad if somebody took my gun and badge and they're like free shit and they're like sorry dude you have to like resign because you don't know where your gun and badges are oh yeah times you know i but, mean should that's part of the job yeah i guess it's if he lent it out then like whatever i don't really care but like if that lady took it i'd be like i'm so fucking mad yeah if he was okay with it then yeah he gets punished but yeah she just like walks in there with a the gun and badge and goes hey what's that, what's that thing floating in that deep fryer what is that right there i'll take that oh this Oh, we we could throw this out. Mm, and smell good. I'll take the chicken wing with the tail. <laughs> well, when did chicken wings start having teeth? I don't remember that. <laughs> I like the crunch, though. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's our third food one. All right. You ready for our fourth? Hit me with it. Uh, Tampa Bay residents forced to move after 120 coffins were found under the apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't have to do with food. I lied. <laughs> I mean, depending on who you are. You open up those caskets, find a nice burger. Can you I imagine how burger. pissed you'd be if, like, you'd been living there for years, and then all of a sudden there's, like, you have to leave? Well, I have a couple questions. Yeah. One, are they buried? Two, are they in the basement? 
three, are they filled with bodies? What's what's going on? Are they built on top of a cemetery? I believe the apartment complex was built on top of an old cemetery that kind of lost uh, was lost over time. Or when they did it, they're like, oh, this won't be a problem. Wait, what city was this in? Tampa. Okay, see, that's the thing. I was going to say Tampa because um, if there's a place with, like, hurricanes or flooding, sometimes uh, the tombstones get swept away. Yeah. So I could see that happening. No, it's showing a, uh, a plan of it, and it looks like they just built on top fuck. of it. Okay, so now I'm seeing a photo. It's more like the spot in between the apartment complexes. It's like a... It's like the sidewalk walkway in between the two, like a big green area uh, with like sidewalk built over it. So they're like, we're technically not on the cemetery. Oh, sorry. The building Burp. isn't, but the uh, the walkways are, which I think they're still just being like, yeah, we're not. Well, if you jump, you get to the apartment. What if they just built a nice slingshot so you didn't have to walk all over the graves? The grass is lava. Wait, so that means that everybody's getting kicked out and they're demolishing the building? Um, I, they must be. Whoa, that fucking sucks. Yeah, I would be very upset. But that'd be that. cool to like go there to see if it's like haunted and shit, right? It makes you wonder if there are any cases of that. Yeah, I would definitely go. Here, in let me show you a picture of this. Okay, I would definitely go in there and try to get Ouija board it. So, oh, that's so interesting. Wait, how many? 150? 120. That doesn't look like that you fit enough. Oh, it just keeps going. They it stack? It just keeps going back. Oh. Yeah. So it's basically just like a huge grass area. Yeah, like With you sidewalks said, and like light a, poles. Yeah, there's like a sidewalk in the middle of this big grass area, and then there's a house to like the left of it, and there, I don't know. Just it's like where a, you'd put a pool for the complex, but, oof. <laughs> don't start digging. You're going to get yourself a poltergeist situation. Yep. Haunted Float, pool. Float next to some skeletons and maybe some deep fried rats, you know? <laughs> So um, I think we're caught up on all our food, including oh, yeah. those, those coffins. So um, I guess it's time to get into these stories real quick. Let's do it. Okay. So first off, I'd like to say uh, thank you, one of our fans, Adina, for sending an email over suggesting this story because I've heard of this story uh, from my dad because uh, he's a big car guy. and uh, Daddy dearest. And, uh, you know, I've... Uh, I've never really looked into it too much so uh she she inspired me to go a little bit of a deeper dive and this is a lengthier one but you kind of need some backstory in order to understand the actual story so um today i will be talking uh, you know I'll, I'll build up a little bit yeah build it so now i've never been much of a car person unlike some of you guys out there um some I, real real gearheads out there i drop a gearhead reference you know okay so i've had friends all of a sudden go to a trance as a luxury automobile zooms by involuntarily spouting oh shit that's an audi r8 v10 while you could hear me under my breath saying something along the lines of fast car pretty fast car loud fast car probably much money fast car scary <laughs> so scary so although I can appreciate a beautiful vehicle, I'm a little lost when it comes to models, makes, and specs of those said nice cars. But there is one exception. This one exception goes far beyond car enthusiasts, gearheads, and the wealthy. Because this exception has not, uh, has not only a model, make, uh, or specs attached to it, but also a curse. This is the story of James Dean's Porsche 550 Spider, a.k.a. Little Bastard, and the curse attached to it. So do you know anything about this um, this vehicular? No details. I do remember hearing once that he had, like, a cursed vehicle that... Um, exactly. I know, like, small things about it, but no, like, actual facts about it. I feel like most people know that because they, everybody knows that he died in a car accident. Yeah. And then they know that the car was, like, a nice car, and then they heard something about, like, a curse. Like, it was cursed. But I never are really you, knew the details. Are you going to talk much about his acting career? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Then so, I so I'll get, I was going to ask a question that I wasn't sure about but i'll let you get to it yeah i, I try to cover a little bit about who he is because it makes a little bit more sense about this yeah 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 so now first things first for those of you who don't know who james dean is he was an actor in the 1950s who was a hollywood heartthrob oh he oh he was so handsome so handsome I, I have to say this without james dean there would be no tommy we sell and That's there true. would be no room yes or the new joker Oh, <laughs> he's not the new Joker. Um, but he starred in small, uncredited television and movie roles for about four years before he got his big break starring in East of Eden as Cal Trask. 
The role earned him an Academy Award nomination for Best Actor as he then went on to star in two more films. Do you know the other films? You know, I honestly don't know if I've ever seen any movie he's been in. So he's he he was only starred in like three big films. He had like that's what I was gonna roles. say. He he didn't have a very big like he had a huge career, but it wasn't very uh, long. Yeah, I mean, his first big movie he got an Academy Award nomination, which is like insane. I didn't even know that he had that for the first movie. Was uh, he a good actor or just insanely attractive? Um, he was a good looking dude, but he was like if you watch his other movies, um, I'll get into it right now because um, the other movies were Rebel Without a Cause and. Giant. I never saw Giant, but I did see Rebel Without a Cause. Okay. Um, but if you watch Rebel Without a Cause, his acting is like very. It's he seems like a weird guy in the movie, but his like his acting's good. I don't know where I really stand on it. I think it's good. It's like one of those things where you don't necessarily like the character, but they he did a good job portraying it. He's really emotional in it, and I feel like every okay. time you're really emotional in something, he'd be like, "Duh, you're." Tearing me apart, you know, like that thing. Yeah, and like if you watch it, you kind of like laugh at it, and you're like, "Oh, that seems kind of weird." But like, I guess it's also the 1950s, so like, I don't know, maybe acting was a little more dramatic. It was closer acting back then seemed closer to like stage theatrics, like over dramatic. It wasn't slightness; it was like over the topness. But like, yeah, he, he was good. He was compelling. You yeah. Know? So, um, like I said, Rebel Without a Cause and Giant. Uh, before his career was cut short. Uh, this is where the curse of the Porsche 550 Spider comes into play. So one thing about James Dean is that beginning in 1954, he began to become infatuated with sports cars and motorcycles after filming East of Eden and buying a Triumph Tiger T110. A motorcycle? Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty cool looking. Uh, and a Porsche 356. So once you get a little bit of money, like he probably just like, I'm going to buy all these fucking cool ass cars. Like Jay Leno. Exactly like Jay Leno. He's almost as good looking as Jay Leno. Almost. Almost. The crimson chin. So shortly after the purchase uh, of these luxury vehicles, he desperately wanted to develop a racing career, which I also did not know. He yeah, I remember so that. into racing. So he would take his car out to Palm Springs, Bakersfield, and Santa Barbara to race, placing first in his novice races and usually second in the main event. He even ho- uh, hoped to race in the Indianapolis 500, which is crazy to think about because, like, compared to, like, what the Indianapolis 500 now is. Yeah. Like, with those cars, like, you can't just be like, oh. I'd be like, all of a sudden, like, Matt Damon wants to race against you, Jeff Gordon. And be like, oh, let's do it. You yeah. know, it's like. In a, in a car, he could probably just buy at a dealership and then put some new parts exactly. in. Exactly. Like, 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 today, it's like you don't buy those cars anywhere unless it's specifically for what it's doing exactly and i feel like there's a lot of safety regulations like you could just oh, get yeah. like a convert you, you could like race a convertible in like the indianapolis 500 back in the day probably yeah. i'm guessing they there's there's specifications to like the strength of the motor and the types of tires i mean the doors everything. don't open so that, oh, yeah, that, crawl in, in. that in itself is like it's hard to crawl into those things have you tried to yeah oh i've never been inside one yeah my uncle um one of my uncles works in the like racing industry Oh, and really? Every now and then, he actually has been racing a little more recently. Um, he recently did the uh, the Long Beach one in the uh, like the retro race, and so he had a car from, like I think, the 70s. Oh, that's cool. And uh, so I got to crawl into that thing, and that was pretty hard to get in and out of. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, I've, I've went up to Infineon Raceway uh, near uh, Northern California, and yeah. I, I, it was like a friend of a friend, and he it was one of those sprint, uh, like the sprinter car things, I don't know, that like drive around the track to like help. And he, the pace setter yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, and it was like the track was wet, so the guy was like really good at driving, and he drifted around the track. So we, I literally got to go around Infineon Raceway, and he drifted and got so fucking close to the wall and it was it's it terrifying was, it was so fun it was so yeah. cool so like i said he hoped to race in the indianapolis 500 but due to his busy acting schedule and the fact that warner brothers barred him from any racing during production he was unable to compete they should have just not let him drive in general but you know. well, it was kind of like the steelers being like ben roethlisberger you're not allowed to drive your motorcycle anymore because you fucking crashed it yeah. and like knocked out half your teeth so yeah. um so after he finished uh, A Rebel Without a Cause, he upgraded his Porsche 356 to the infamous Porsche 550 Spider. Uh, he didn't get to race the 550 as much as he wanted to, though, because he soon started Giant right after. But after he finished Giant, Dean was back behind the wheel again, ready to race. So like I said, I mean, this guy was like, he was so like 
hot at the time that not like sexy but i mean yeah well, that, that too. too i don't want to be like but like his career was on fire so he literally did these three giant pictures in like three years which yeah. is a little unheard of especially yeah. for today's actors but he Unless also you're like a comedian yeah wait what do you mean i don't know i feel like kevin hart's in like a hundred movies oh, a year shit. Like... speaking of dude he just got in a car accident did he yeah oh, he no. like flipped off an embankment and like messed up his spine but like he's oh, okay shit. i guess but sketchy yeah so, I mean, it's kind of weird that you brought that up. Okay, The Rock. Can we... <laughs> the Rock's and everything. Oh, you just cursed him, dude. Fuck. Nothing can break The Rock. Yeah. He he crashes. He flips cars. Yeah. He does um, the flipping here. He does the flipping. So, um, but I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> so, uh, oh, like his career was so on fire, but he also had this like big hobby because he just came into all this money. So, he was trying to balance like this racing career that he really wanted Mm -hmm. and this acting career that he really wanted. Yeah. So, uh, he's like Paul Walker. Exactly. I mean, I don't know if, yeah, I guess you're right, but he wasn't driving when he crashed. No, but Paul Walker did have a race team. Like he funded one and stuff. It makes sense. If like you're around cars that much, you know? Yeah. So now that Dean, now that Dean had time for his beloved 550 spider, he decided that he wanted to make it uniquely his by calling George Barris the man who built the Munsters coach and the 1966 Batmobile Hell yeah. to customize his Porsche. So that How does someone get into that? I don't know. He he was like a he was like a car guy for Hollywood. So he would like yeah. customize the, he would take cars and like refurbish them and make them look cool and all this That'd be stuff. such a cool job. It's such an interesting job. Like yeah. you said, I don't know how you fall into it. I feel yeah. like it's like a you're working on cars somewhere else and someone's like, Hey, do you know a guy? And you're like, Yeah, sure. Yeah. So um so he gave the car tartan seats i might be pronouncing that wrong but it's basically the scottish uh kilt pattern tartan i didn't know that yeah so he gave it tartan seats two red stripes over the rear wheels and plastered the number 130 on its doors hood and engine cover the name little bastard was given by dean's language coach bill hickman and was later painted on the car on september 23rd of 1955 Dean met actor Alec Guinness. Do you know who Alec Guinness is? I do. Who, who is it? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Wow. I, I did not know that. So yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, he met him outside a restaurant and had him take a look at the spider. Guinness told Dean that the car had a sinister appearance and then told Dean, if you get in that car, you will be found dead in it by this time next week. Guinness was a weird dude. Really? Yeah, he hated the Star Wars movies. He thought it was all like I forget the quote, but he's like, it's all like rubbish, like it's all witchcraft rubbish in it. Like, is it because like he's like a thespian? I think he was um, pretty religious. Oh, so it's like people freaking out over Harry Potter, basically. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Ooh. But I know he was not a big fan of the like the idea of Star Wars. It was just a job to him. That sucks for him too, because I can't name another movie he's in. He, the Star Wars New Hope was like towards the end of his career. I think he was one of those younger guys. Um, he got, he had like a, a pretty full acting career when he was younger. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. He was like the guy who played um, the Pro- Grant, Grant Moffat, whatever his name was. The, the, like the really creepy old general that was below Darth Vader. Um, he had like a crazy long acting career before Star See, Wars. Yeah, that's the thing. Especially when like, especially in like uh, England, like a lot of people like Americans don't know the long acting career of some of these like English thespians because they come over to America and we go, Oh, you're from star Wars. And he's like, I was in 60 movies that you like that are not necessarily like action packed space dramas, but they're like, you know, brooding, well acted performances. So yeah, I think a lot of um, Guinness's career was like between the forties and fifties. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, on September 30th, 1955, exactly one week later, creepy, Dean was scheduled to race in Salinas, California. And that's up near Monterey Bay for anybody, like kind of near San Jose. Yeah. So the original plan was to tow the sports car there, but Dean was told by friend and racer Rolf Wertherich he needed more break-in miles behind the wheel since the car was so new so he decided to drive it up to the race with Wertherich riding passenger so that's kind of crazy that like he bought this car and hadn't even really driven it yet yeah uh, but i i don't know like is there that much a difference between i mean see this shows that i'm not a car guy but like he drove the other Porsche, I'd be like, oh, there's not much of a difference between the Porsches. Like you driven one Porsche, you driven them all. So yeah. I don't really know, but it's crazy that he wanted to race this thing 
and he didn't even like drive it really yeah that's not a great idea so it's actually i don't even blame where the rich were saying like you should probably drive it a little bit because he was probably nervous that he was going to crash on the track you know oh yeah what i mean he probably wasn't even thinking anything about like a crash off the track so yeah so as he drove up california approximately four hours into his trip dean was driving at a high rate of speed on route 466 towards paso robles so he kind of did like a weird drive up to like bakersfield he didn't go like the coastal route okay. he, he went like the inland route bakersfield, the desert route. bakersfield is in the middle of nowhere california it's like very deserty and then he kind of hung a left up towards uh like monterey and stuff so okay. um Driving in the opposite direction was a 23-year-old Cal Poly student named Donald, yes, Donald Turnupseed. That's such a weird last name. His family's in the the seed-turning business. I think so. And they only turn it one way. We have the rock flip all of our seeds. They turn it up. (laughs) So, uh, Donald Turnupseed was in his 1950 Ford Tudor. Um, I don't know what that car looks like. It has three doors on it. It's T-U-D-O-R. Tudor. Oh. Ford Tudor. It just sounds like two-door. So oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so as the two's car as the two cars sped up towards one another, Turnup Seed crossed the dividing line in order to turn onto another route. I also read that possibly um he was drifting over into the other lane yeah but uh other people say that he was like just hanging a left over to another route it was kind of like a weird i looked at the actual like cross route and stuff and i could see how the accident could happen it's like a weird kind of fork yeah especially when they don't have those regulations on like the the road you know those rural roads yeah they're probably not like a little yellow light being like hey cross traffic coming up so um but Dean was going too fast uh, to stop or to reroute uh, his car from, you know, turn up seed, turning into his lane. He's going about 55. They originally thought 85 miles per hour, mm-hmm. but they also, they said like where his body was from where the car was, he was probably going about 55. So it's between 55 and 85 miles per hour, which is still really fast when like probably didn't have seatbelts or airbags. Stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Dean slammed into the side of Turnipseed, pushing the Ford 39 feet down the road and flipping his own vehicle in the process. I Googled the Ford car. Oh, yeah? Um, it's one of those really cool old-style ones that have, like, the kind of uncovered front wheels, and it gets thin up into the motor, oh, and it has, like, yeah, the yeah, big yeah. Oh, God, that thing is, like, They're fragile, beefy. too. They're, I, don't, I think they're pretty beefy. Well, it's a, it's a convertible, right? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. It well, seems like a bigger car. I mean, I feel like everything was heavier back then. That this it was probably no way, plastic. Yeah, not aluminum or plastic. It was like probably really heavy steel. I would say it's a much bigger car than the Spider he was driving. Oh, okay. That does make sense for yeah. what's about to happen. So, like I said, Dean slammed on the side of the turnip seat, pushing the Ford 39 feet down the road and flipping his own vehicle in the process. Passenger Rolf Wertherich went flying out of the car unconscious, while Dean remained trapped in the car as the spider smashed into the ground two or three times in a in a uh, cartwheel fashion landing in a gully beside the shoulder of the road a woman with nursing experience was passing by and stopped her vehicle to help she ran to the spider to attend to dean and detected a weak pulse in his neck when the ambulance showed up they loaded dean and were the rich into the ambulance to drive them to the hospital which was 28 miles away when they arrived at 6.20 p.m., Dean was pronounced dead on arrival. The cause of death listed on James Dean's death certificate is listed as broken neck as well as multiple fractures of the upper and lower jaw along with both right and left arms broken as well as internal injuries. Wertherich survived with a broken jaw and serious hip and femur injuries that required multiple surgeries while turnip seed left with only facial bruises and a bloodied nose damn so like you said uh oh shit that car is beefy yeah i, I just pulled it up and showed a picture of alex and yeah. yeah yeah that's that's a that's a that's a big car i mean but still like i don't know i mean his car was like very small the spiders port- are small yeah yeah um <laughs> they are david yes they are spiders well, are small not all spiders are small <laughs> some big some big spiders so 
so Dean just smashed into this guy. He broke his neck in the process because it was a convertible. Yeah. Didn't have, like, the proper... Now they have, like, roll bars. They might have had a roll bar in his, but, like, the tiny little ones that just go above your head. But yeah. But still, it doesn't really matter when you're the car's flipping at, you know, 55 to 85 miles per hour on a from, cartwheel. From what I've heard, roll bars can actually be even more dangerous at times. Oh, really? It's kind of like the old how steel toe boots can be bad at times because if it gets crushed, then it makes the damage way worse on the inside kind of thing. Oh, really? Yeah. How so? Do you know? Well, I mean, I don't I know mean the if, if the roll's hard enough, the roll bar will like kind of collapse in and that's just like one more thing to like crush down Oh, no. and it's hard to cut out if you have to like get someone out. Yeah, that actually does make sense because it's closer to your head too. So if, yeah. that, if that crushes, that's like sharp or I mean, if it breaks it's sharp serrated steel near your head or if it yep. just like bends down now it's like no one can get you out exactly yeah and those are really really strong too yeah so james dean had passed away so once dean had passed the question was what to do with the car now and unfortunately for those who came into contact with the wreckage this is where the curse began so george barris who customized the 550 originally you know munsters and batmobile guy mm-hmm. bought the wreckage uh the wrecked carcass of little bastard and soon after it slipped off its trailer after he bought it and broke a mechanic's leg Oof. not long after barris uh not long after sorry not long after barris sold usable parts of the vehicle including the engine and drivetrain to troy McHenry and william eskrid two fellow racers so this is what this is where like the curse kind of comes into play a little bit more because uh people who have probably heard of it knew that he sold off parts yeah and those parts are haunted exactly they said yeah. that like whoever came in contact with those parts or used those parts like mm-hmm. tragedy happened so I have a feeling things are going to get worse, and I'm just going to throw it out there and say, I'll take the broken leg. Yeah, I'll take the broken leg. So while the two were both racing against one another in the cars that had parts from Little Bastard, McHenry lost control and hit a tree, killing him instantly. And Estrid was seriously injured when his car suddenly locked up and rolled over while going into a turn. Uh, both of those are completely true. Yeah. And uh, I there's no debate in it. It's it's insane because there's a i'll get into it at the end but like you know with a legend this big you know there is some you know questionable exactly details that man did die in a crash they they don't know exactly if he put like the engine in his car they think he had like a a different part but Mm -hmm. regardless he did have a part on his car from little bastard and he did crash into a tree and die yeah so barris still had two tires from the 550 which, why are you trying to sell the tires? I feel like if a car flips, I mean, any part of it you probably don't want, but especially the tires, like, yeah. they got to be a little bit weaker. Yeah. So he still had two tires from the 550, which were untouched in Dean's accident. He sold them, and not long after, both blew out simultaneously, causing the new owner's car to run off the road. Word got out that Barris had kept the car in his possession and was selling it for parts, and it caught the attention of two would-be thieves. So one of the thieves' arms was torn open trying to steal the steering wheel while the other was injured trying to remove the blood-stained tartan seats, which is like, I mean, I don't even know why you... The, the, the legend probably wasn't even that strong at this point. Yeah. It was still probably just like, oh, that's James Dean's car. I give some money for this. So, I mean, I, but once it settles, you know, once the legend settles, I'd be like, fuck that. I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. So, due to all the incidents involving Little Bastard, Barris decided to hide the car, but was convinced by California Highway Patrol to lend the cursed heap to a highway safety exhibit. The first exhibit was unsuccessful as the garage that housed the car caught fire and burned to the ground. Mysteriously, the car suffered virtually no damage from the fire, and the next next exhibition at a local high school ended abruptly when the car fell off its display and broke a nearby student's hip. That is... That's a shitty... Yeah. Hello, we're going to the museum. Did you get your permission slide? Yes, I did. Okay, you can come. You can come, okay? Just don't get too close. Yeah. Actually, you know, come to the front. Come check out this... Oh, my hip. My hip. Oh, my fucking hip. That's how I get a horse from here, bud. <laughs> car fell on me. 
Um, so the curse continued when the little bastard was being transported when the truck carrying the car lost control, which caused the driver to fall out and somehow get crushed by the car after it fell off the back. The car fell off two more transport trucks, which is now I'm beginning to question these transport guys. Yeah, they're uh, do they know how to use a ratchet strap? I, I was gonna say like they're it's a it's a it doesn't have wheels no more. Yeah, where's it falling off of? Just like it's a big hunk of metal. Just tape it down. Yeah, use some scotch tape and tape mm-hmm. it down. Just tape it down already. <laughs> so, Put a piece of gum underneath it. Stick it down. <laughs> the car. So the car fell off two more transport trucks while traveling on the freeway. Unfortunately, uh, not injuring anyone. So that was good. The CHP uh, had had enough of this cursed car and decided to give it back to Barris for good. But luckily for everyone, including Barris, the car went missing during transport back to his garage, and it was never seen again. A lot of people think that it still was never seen again. People don't know where it is. Ooh. People think that Barris might have taken it off the market to build the legend more, which kind of makes sense. But like, yeah. you would make more money if you just put it on display at your house. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people think that they built a false wall around it. Somebody like took it and then they like hid it in some warehouse or a home and they built a false wall in front of it. I don't really know, but, um, yeah, they, I don't know if it would have melted it. Somebody took it Yeah. and there was like a, um, there's a car museum in Illinois that's like offering $1 million or something. If, if they find it, if somebody yeah. finds it and brings it in or at least like a part of it. So uh, just to wrap this up, uh, I have two more paragraphs. It says, it's hard to say if every detail about these accidents is true due to how legends usually start as something else and gain momentum over time, especially ones involving James Dean. But what we do know is that people were harmed, seriously injured, and even killed due to a connection with this vehicle. Although there are some people who don't believe in curses, there are people who believe in fate. And even if this curse did not creep you out, let me tell you one more eerie detail. So just weeks before the fatal crash, Dean took a break during the filming of Giant to record a public service announcement with television host Gig Young for the National Safety Council to promote safe driving. They show Dean in costume, smoking a cigarette, talking to the host about his racing career. And I want to end it with this quote. So he says, I used to fly around quite a bit, you know, took a lot of unnecessary chances on the highway, Dean says. Now when I drive on the highways, I'm extra cautious because no one knows what they're doing half the time. On a racetrack, there are a lot of men who spend a lot of time developing rules and ways of safety, and I find myself being very cautious on the highway. I don't have the urge to speed on the highway. People say racing is dangerous but I'll take my chances on the track any day than on the highway. As he gets up and walks to the door, the host asks him for one more piece of advice for the young people. Dean turns to the camera and says, take it easy driving. The life you save might be mine. Whoa, that is creepy. So he died like a couple weeks later after that. Yeah. So, I mean. That's what scares me about driving on the freeways. It's, not my driving it's fucking other people well that's the thing last night i was driving and i was like uh hanging a left across like a right lane and mm-hmm. some guy because i left super late i left at like 11 11 15 mm-hmm. and some guy just comes out of nowhere just like speeding because in hollywood when there's no traffic people really like to speed oh yeah because there's that's always just fucking la i guess yeah you're right because there's always traffic so people really there was like four or five cars that sped past me and like we're like zooming no blinker going back and forth because yeah. when there's no traffic people are like oh i'm gonna take advantage of this i want to go fast i want to show off my mm-hmm. car or whatever even though the piece of shit cars <laughs> but the guy literally almost took off like that's actually super fucking creepy i wrote this story yesterday yeah and that happened yeah Whoa, I like, yeah, I almost, he almost smashed into my driver's side door. And instead of like breaking or honking or throwing on a blinker, he just like went around me going the same speed. Yeah. And if I didn't see him and like hit the brakes, I could have easily like gassed it into him. He would have just smashed into me. Yeah. It's always funny how the people that drive like assholes either have the nicest car you've seen or the shittiest car you've seen. I know. Never There's the middle no ground. in between. Never the middle ground. Well, I think it's probably like a little man's complex with like the shitty car where you're like, yeah. you know, I mean, you ever seen the shitty cars with like the, they, they try to put like nice pieces on it, like a huge exhaust or like a, yeah. um, oh like, yeah, 
from the, Walmart. What's the yeah. fin they put on the back? The spoiler. The spoiler. It's like ten foot spoiler. Your car ain't going off the ground. You yeah. don't need to ground that shit. Come on. So um, yeah, I mean, if I got hit last night, that would have been so a curse. Spooky. I, it would have been a curse involved in not only the car but the story of the car. Yeah. But I'm not famous enough. No. I'm not famous at all. No one would have cared. So yeah, exactly. I would have. <sighs> you guys would have to share my story. Start your own podcast and talk about me getting hit. We'd probably get more views. We would. Maybe. <laughs> what do you mean we? You would get more views. Yeah. Well, your, I mean, your whoever, one man podcast. Whoever replaced you with. <laughs> James Dean. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. You're airdropping me pictures. Look at that picture real quick. I don't. Okay. Open them photos. Let's see. Why don't you read to them what that picture is I just sent I'm you? I'm trying to see. I guess I've never opened photos before, so it's wanting me to get started and giving me a quick torque. How about you just tell me what it is? No, no, no. I want you to read to them exactly what it is because it's a gift that this podcast could really use. Okay. It is a picture. Oh, it's a mummified cat slam dunking a mummified bird in a in a uh, one of those basketball hoops you put on your door. That's five hundred and fifty. That's seven hundred and fifty dollars. You can buy it now for seven hundred and fifty dollars, people. So if you really, if you really want to give us something special, get on eBay and get this mummified cat slam dunking a mummified bird in a small children's uh, Nerf basketball hoop. That is not having anything to do with James Dean. <laughs> like, is he, it though? He loved racing and mummified cats slam dunking mummified birds. It's a great price. So um, that's the story of James Dean and. Uh, and his cursed little bastard car. So, hope you enjoyed that. I know David was totally interested to the point where he wasn't Googling mummified cats. Well, no, I, I forgot that I had found that. And I, I forgot. I, I decided now was a good time to send that to you. <laughs> I get a mummified cat cheap. Yeah. Real cheap. Not 550 No. It's going to take you some time, but I got it. The bird's the, the centerpiece. <laughs> okay, let's hear what you got, okay? All right, so let's get into this. Uh, today, I want to talk about an evil that lives in China and belongs to their legend and folklore. These creatures are highly feared, and for good reasons. They are described as a cross between zombies and vampires. Ooh, those are two big ones. Oh, yeah. Um, so, a, uh, a corpse who has come back to life with the sole purpose of killing a victim to absorb their vital essence. So, I have a question, though, real quick. Zombie and vampire. So, the only difference is it's basically the vampire that just continues to eat you. Because if there's one thing I know about vampires is that they bite you and they let you get strong enough to so they can come back and feed on you. Yeah. So, so I think... Eat your whole body. It's more that they uh, they suck your essence out instead of, like, eat Ooh. you. Ooh. Yeah, they this, really like their essence this in, is getting, uh, in this is China. Getting horny. <laughs> the whole essence thing. I, I probably could do one episode just about that. Um, but yeah, so these monsters are named the Jiang Shai. Okay. Um, I hope I pronounced that right. We'll see. Nope. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> People have just stopped uh, messaging us, being like, "You said that wrong." <laughs> They're just like, "This is just what it is." So probably, uh, probably a Jiang Shai himself. Yeah, I really fucked that up. I'm like Jiang Shai. What's up? Jiang Shai. Okay, that's close enough. I think that's good. It's good. Um, the faster and more confident you say it, the less it'll bother people, I think. <laughs> um, so technically, the Jiang Shai is a Chinese spirit who have the power to breathe life into corpses. Oh. And they are also able to build a body with bones and rotten flesh, kind of like a Frankenstein's monster thing. Okay, so that's where the whole vampire thing comes in, because like, you could turn them into... You could breathe light. You could like create an army like a vampire yes, can, I guess. Exactly. Um, so these monsters are usually uh, have have red eyes, sharp claws, and the skin of a rotting corpse. There are other ways that is believed uh, to make these ghouls walk the earth, such as um, a hostile chemical composition in soil where a corpse was buried. They mm. believe that without the correct bacteria to help the process of compensation. Comp- condensation <laughs> decomposition yeah um the body will continue to grow hair and nails and will awaken half dead oh i know the hair and nails thing mm-hmm. so i know the nails thing right Where like everyone thinks that your nails keep growing but it's really the skin on your fingernails actually peels back oh that makes sense yeah and i don't know about the hair but i think your hair just it always grows there's so many skeletons underneath the ground with just a full head of hair 
the bones are their money. <laughs> so are the worms. Um, but that is pretty cool. That build your own build your own zombie pack. Yeah. They got a build your own zombie kit. You're like, oh, this one's got long legs. Let's do that. <laughs> this one's a tall one. He'd crawl in your second story window easy. He's got a chest tattoo. I want that one on mine. <laughs> um, so the next one is the use of magical arts to resurrect the dead. Um, the next okay. one is a spirit pos- possessing the corpse, kind of like what I said before. Um, another one is a corpse that is as absurd. Wait. He's absurd. That corpse is absurd. Oh, no. the A corpse that has absurdly too much yang kui, um, which is a negative life essence. Oh, I thought it was like liquor or it was like. Man, that that no. guy drank too much Yang Li. <laughs> um, well, Is it's, that a it's Q. It's Q I. I don't know how you would say Q I. She, she, Yang Shi, Yang Shi. Um, so it's kind of like the the people are so evil when they died that like they won't die peacefully. Oh shit! Oh, that kind of makes sense. That's like the that's like the storyline for a lot of movies where it's like, oh, he was like a bad dude, so like he wants to come back. You know? Yeah. So that makes Who, sense. Was that Jason? Who was that? That was one of those guys. Uh, Jason, Freddie, they're all pretty bad, and they all yeah. got resurrected. Michael Myers, he never really Maybe died. that's the one. I don't, I don't know. know. He never really dies, though. He just gets shot a shit ton. Yeah. So the next one is a corpse that was not buried um, after a funeral funeral ceremony was held. Holy shit, there's so many ways to make these. Oh, they get... It's like they're asking me to make one. Yeah. They're, the next one's my personal favorite. Is uh, when a pregnant corp or sorry, when, oh no, <laughs> when a pregnant black cat gets too close to a corpse, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get it. Yeah, you. I don't need to go into detail. There's no, uh, we don't. Everybody out there gets the connection yeah. why that would happen. <laughs> I get the dirty soil. I don't get the dirty soil. I don't yeah. get the bean batting your. I get the pregnant cat though. Yeah, pregnant. Well, pregnant black cat has to be black cat. Black cat. Um, so then there's a, when the corpse is struck with a strong light, like a lightning strike. Okay. That's Jason. That's one of the ways Jason came back to life. Is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which they also reference like that's the Frankenstein Frankenstein's too. monster. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, another one is when the soul of a person is unable to leave the body due to a violent death, suicide, etc. Holy shit. Literally. It's like a thousand ways to make a zombie. Mm-hmm. And a victim of a premature burial or buried alive, basically. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay, that that makes the most sense. Yeah, and then, of course, the classic one is when a person is injured by a uh, Jiangsai Shai. and oh, zombie uh, bite. Yeah. They are infected with the virus and will gradually change over into one. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, you forgot about the most important one, right? Which is? Dive headfirst into a deep fryer. There's that one too. That's, that, I mean that that's, in a that, water burger. <laughs> that kind of covers the when the soul of a person is unable to leave the body due to a violent death, suicide, etc. The etc. Oh, is jumping right, into right. a deep fryer. You're right. Okay. Is that like is that is it only humans or yes. is it? Oh, yes. oh man, I was really hoping well, for that mouse musketeer to. I come mean, back. it could have. It could. Stuart Little. Stuart oh. the white hair. So, (laughs) with many ways to become one of these monsters, um, it can create a wide variety of what they look like. It is said that the appearance can range from the unremarkable, which when they say that, they're referring to when the monster, yeah, when it's, when they're a little closer uh, to being, like when they recently deceased. So, Mm -hmm. they're a little more uh, lifely looking. Yeah. To the horrifying, which is when they have rotting flesh. (laughs) Being that the um, deceased had started to decay over time. That's when you get like the nine ninety nine kit, and you're like, you're like, hey, I got the kit, and then like the ki- you go see the kid first day of school, and he's got like the he's got the one hundred dollar kit, and he's like, oh look at my Zhangji, I'm saying the wrong, but like look at mine, and he's like, oh yours is cool looking, mine mine's kind of falling apart. Yeah, look, you can see his wiener through his pants. But I like to drive him really fast down Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> Just like you. You got a big hole where his pants are, and there's his wieners hanging out. They're just my... flopping around. <laughs> oh, it fell off. Okay. Oh, oh I packed it. My, my mama packed a sewing kit, though. <laughs> um, so uh, this Chinese character um, for Zhang, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Zhang Shai. Zhang Shai. Zhang literally translates and means hard or stiff. Eh? Oh. Eh? <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> and uh, it is believed that the Zhang Shai 
is so stiff <laughs> that it cannot bend any of its limbs or body parts. Um, so the way it moves around is by hopping with its arms stretched out for mobility. Okay, that's a little less scary. <laughs> it's super. That's a zombie movie I want to see. Yes, just very, a bunch just of zombies on pogo sticks, just <laughs> fucking coming at you. Those are the fast ones, with the pogo sticks and the moon boots. Are these the Romero zombies or are they Snyder zombies? <laughs> oh, they're Zhang Zhi zombies. Yes, they're on pogo sticks. Did you ever have moon boots? As a kid? No, but I wanted them. Dude, those things. I also wanted sock and boppers. I'm pretty sure. Fucking well, knock we had, your brother out. We had both of those, and we would fight with them. I'm pretty sure that's why both my ankles click. Uh, <laughs> so the Zhangshai are depicted in pop culture to have a uh, paper talisman with um, with a spell attached to their forehead. Are you t- wait, a paper talisman? So they got a paper chain on? They've got like a little like to... spell on their forehead. Okay. Um, and they wear a uniform coat and um, a round top, tall brimmed hat. Ah, look at that scary right now. <laughs> kind of look like a nerd with a piece of paper, a kick me sign on his forehead, when yeah. he, and a top hat. If you can, if uh, you can kick me in the head, and you could kick him because there's yeah. no way he's getting up. You well, ever tried to get up without bending your knees? Yeah, but the hopping is hard. It's hard to land a good kick. Yeah, I guess you're right, especially if they're on a pogo stick. Yeah. Yeah. So another key feature of the appearance would be its greenish-white skin, which some people believe is a fungus or mold that grows from the infection. Mm. And others say it's obviously just like greenish skin is because it's a corpse. That makes sense, too. (laughs) And they're also said to have long white hair on its head, and obviously... (laughs) On its head? And... uh. I mean, I feel like this is like the miracle growth that we've been looking for, for what? for all of us Americans that are losing our hair. Oh yes, yes, yes. I mean, Elon found it. Why can't we? Yeah, he. I, once you, it's crazy. Once you get rich, your uh, your, your hair. hair magically grows back. LeBron. Except for Jeff Bezos. Yeah, Jeff Bezos likes that power shine. He does. Um, so I had a good list of how to become one of these monsters. So why don't we look into the glorious list of how to stop these things? Okay. Because um, this list is much more interesting. <laughs> deep fryer. Um, oh, so, okay, okay. Uh, uh, well, you said it's more interesting, so now I'm very curious. I thought yes. it was just going to be like, you know, shoot them, stab them, burn them, you know? Oh, no. No, okay. no, no. Yeah, so these are the... I want the, some black, pregnant black cat shit going on. We might. We might. <sighs> so these are the uh, the methods and items that can be used to stop the monster. Uh, it's believed that mirrors... Or a good way to stop the monster. Oh, they hate themselves. Yeah, they're terrified of their own reflection, so that's one way to stop I'm them. I'm so fat. <laughs> okay, and um, <laughs> items made of wood from a peach tree. Okay, because... It, it's believed that the essence of peach is used to uh, deter evil spirits. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Um, here we have a rooster call. Mm. And it's said <clears throat> by a Yan Mai book... That's an author that um, evil spirits withdraw when they hear a rooster's call. And it's basically just because um, that's like a symbolism of like the sun coming up. I was about to say, maybe that's the vampire thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, most monsters don't like daylight. Um, this next one is uh, jujube seeds. Actually, jujube the, seeds. Wait, I'm sorry, but the the, um, the mirror is the, kind of the same thing as a vampire, too. Yep. So, okay. That's... Well, no, 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 no. Vampires just can't see themselves in mirrors. Well, there's. I read the book I Am Legend, which is there are vampires in the book, like for sure. I know people go, oh, they're zombies, but they're vampires in the book. And one of the ways he keeps them away from his house is he hangs garlic and he puts um, mirrors outside of his house. Oh, okay. And a lot of people, they he thinks that the vampires can actually see themselves, but he believes that they themselves are superstitious. So they do not like mirrors or garlic because okay. they have like a belief in them, you know, like we okay. have beliefs. You know? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, so the next one is uh, jujib seeds. Okay, I don't know them. I don't either. And um, it's believed that by nailing seven seeds into the acupuncture points on the back of the corpse would kill it. So sure, just okay. ask the monster to settle down for a good 30 minutes. and <laughs> Be like, oh, you look ten- You look stiff. Can I give you a nice yeah. back rub? And be like, I guess so. Be like, Get six down. You smell like peach. <laughs> like, yeah, well, here, what's poking me back there? So uh, there's the classic one that you mentioned before, 
that's always a good idea when you're trying to kill something that's from out of this world. I mean, burn it with fire, torch it. Yep, light Hell it up. Yeah. Um, now this is when the list loses any of the information and it just listed like words. Oh yes. So we we can have some fun. With Wait, this. are they Chinese words or are they? Some of them. Okay, so you don't know what they I, mean. I I I did the thing where I like translate quickly like like look up like okay. highlighted looked up okay cool. so um there's hooves of a black donkey not a brown donkey but a black donkey <laughs> i don't know what you're supposed to do with the hooves nice swift kick that one i didn't want to google i wanted to leave that up for anybody's interpretation no one's really figured that one out no. yet. <laughs> i don't know if you're supposed to like put them on a rope and hang them around your neck i um, think one just happened to die of natural causes near a black hoofed donkey and they're yes. like that might oh no it's have... hooves of a black donkey oh it's not black hooves it's a black donkey hoof yes okay uh, the next one is vinegar. Mm. Well, that kill anybody. Yeah, smells enough. Enough vinegar can kill anybody. <laughs> um, there's a bagua sign. Mm. I had to look that one up, and it's um, it says no zombies. It's it, it's just like a sign that has like writing on it and stuff, and it looks like it has kind of like a yin yin and yang. It's kind of like a. It. It's kind of like if somebody's like hold up a cross. Yeah, yeah. kind of like, like that. that. Yeah. It's like that. Um, then I Ching, which is a book. Um, like probably like the Bible, huh? Probably something like that. Uh, Tong Shu, mm-hmm. which is a song, probably like any of the Bible songs. Yeah, <laughs> can't, um, can't name you one. Any of Josh, Josh Groban's greatest hits? They're all Christmas. You ones. raise me up. Just play that. The that fucking zombies jump headfirst in that deep fryer. Guy looks like a big baby, even though it's a good ass song. Mm-hmm. Um, gluttonous rice. <laughs> the rice itself is fat. Yes. Mm, yes. Um. Azuki beans, mm-hmm. my favorite. Um, a handbell, Annabelle, <laughs> handbell, oh. which I'm assuming is similar to the rooster call because I think it's a bell you ring by hand. Because they hate dinner time. Maybe it's like one of the like the big ones that they're like a rope uh, and like like a monk. Ding. Yeah, because that's like well, that also thinking, symbolizes like the sun coming up. I was thinking they hate charity. You know, like the people out in front of the supermarket, and they're like, uh, what's "Oh, it? charity!" I thought you said cherry. No, they, they eat peach, but they the guys love dress up charity. like Santa Claus. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I've never turned away faster and be like, "Oh, I don't have any change on me to put in the red yeah. bucket." And you don't want to help these poor children. It's like I can't help myself, sir. <laughs> I am the poor. <laughs> You're lucky I don't reach my hand in there right now. <laughs> um, here is a thread of. St- a thread stained with a concoction of black ink, chicken blood, and burnt talisman. I have that in yeah. my room. It's always good to have one of those. Um, this one I really like. And that is uh, the blood of a black dog. Oh. You got to kill a black dog? No, well, the black don- the black it. donkey. Has- oh, okay. You just take some blood from it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, there is a stonemason's owl. Not an, not an owl. A A W L. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I found this owl. Like, I thought it was a typo at first, and I was just like, hmm. Who is your owner? <laughs> and like, um, uh, the butcher. Ah, fuck. We yeah. thought you were the stonemason's owl. You got any buddies that live with a stonemason? <laughs> Wait, uh, it's it's A W L. Yeah, so it's a small tool for working with leather. Oh, okay. I think it might be the thing you use to poke holes in belts. Oh, okay. It's a uh, who put these holes in my belt? <laughs> Dad, that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> you latch them up through those belts. Uh, and then there's an axe. It just said axe. <laughs> Any old axe will do. That works. Just an axe. Well, going old school on this one. This one's obviously the most terrifying and the obvious weapon you could ever choose. Another another Zhengji. Uh, a broom. Oh. They don't like brooms. I've seen an old lady with a broom. It's deadly. Uh, this is the most curious out of the uh, no description answers I got, and that would be holding one's breath. So kill yourself. Yeah, well, I think um, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's more you hold your breath so you don't inhale the spirit. Oh, so they, that they, makes sense. They, they, I see. There's so many ways to become infected. I forgot. Is one of them just like breathing in their fart or something? I think so. I think it's an the, the part of the essence thing is inhaling it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is essence similar to bo? Um, in some rings of culture, <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Um, and then last but far from least, this is probably my favorite, honestly, is dropping a bag of coins can cause the Zhengshai to stop everything because they have to count the coins. Greedy little... Oh. They just have to count them. They have to... Okay. It didn't say anything about them keeping the coins. 
They just have to count them. I, that's why I always wear cargo pants full of pennies. Yep. What was the joke? Isn't there like a comedian that has a stand-up joke about it's, that? It's uh, Daniel Tosh, I believe, where yeah. he like, makes it rain on people or something. Yeah. I don't know, but it definitely wasn't Zhang Ji related. Yeah, you never know. He's a man of culture. Maybe. Oh, what'd you drop? You drop all your coins? <laughs> I dropped my coins. I didn't We're know. safe for a bit. <laughs> uh, no, there's only a few. I'll only take them a minute. <laughs> it's it's what the $2 bill I have in yeah. my wallet all the time, and that's the only cash I ever have. Yeah, I actually have one of those in my car. Do you? Yeah. Is that it? I don't know what to do with it. Is that your savings and your checkings? You never know. <laughs> you just never know when you're going to need it. He just looks down and goes, two, and then just comes after you, and you're like, fuck. Stuck in traffic, I like to pull it out and I like to do a little, like, you know, a little straight. What do you call that when you kind of whip it and you pull Whoa, up both, things, that both, is cool. both sides? Like, whoosh, whoosh, yeah. And it yeah. show it to people and they're like, wow. And everyone's really impressed. But yeah. I show it to the, like, <laughs> I, 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 turn, I turn to the right first and I do that. I wait until I get their eye contact and I wait for their approval and I turn to the person to the, to the net, you know, the other side and I do it. And, and then somebody goes, David, this is a funeral. This is not appropriate. Yeah, but what if they've never seen a $2 bill? <laughs> I guarantee you most six-year-olds haven't. Mm. Nothing's more exciting than your first $2 bill. It's true. Yeah. Or a big old Kennedy 50-cent piece. Oh, yeah. Those big old coins. Yeah. Just make you feel back. like you're all Western. Oh, yeah. Slap yes. that on the counter and get yourself a room for the night. Yeah, flick it over. And some company. <laughs> so there are different accounts of why these monsters exist. Many believe it is just an evil spirit to wreak havoc among the living. But others believe the actual purpose of these monsters was started because when relatives of a deceased who lived too far could not afford to transport the body, they would hire a Taoist priest to conduct a ritual to reanimate the dead person and teach them to hop their way home. Oh, nice home hop. Yes. Okay. Um, the priest would, would only transport the corpses at night and would ring a bell to notify others that they're in the area to warn them. Because it was believed to be bad luck for the living to see them. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know why they're trying to pretend like the priest is getting... Like, he's not getting the credit for... Like, he's getting the credit for putting the, the spell on him. But, like, he's not doing the walking. He's not transporting him. He's like, yep. he's like, get the fuck up. I just got... Like, get hopping. Yeah. You know? Well, I think he, I think they escort them. Like, they oh, walk with them. Oh, so they, they walk and ring the bell the whole time? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's weird. He's ringing the bell, though. Yeah. Maybe it's a different bell. Herding cattle. I love that bell. I don't like the nether bell. I nope. like that taco bell. Ooh. Not that bell, though. Really not, big in China. Not, not bell taco. Not bell taco? Del taco. I don't know. I'm not a del taco fan. Yeah, I don't know. Can't say I've ever really experienced We're going it. off track here. <laughs> Sorry. So whether you're waiting for the arrival of your great, 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 great grand pepper to show up. Grand pepper? Or, <laughs> or you just happen to uh, come face to face with a hopping zombie, don't forget to toss your sack of coins because if you don't give yourself a clean getaway, you might just end up hopping with your pet pep into the night's air. <laughs> well, first off, can we just say that you don't toss coins on the ground? What do you mean? What do you do with coins? You yeet. You yeet them on the you ground as hard sack. as you can. Well, yeah, you do that because you hope the sack explodes. You do a, you do a sack smash. Sack smash. <laughs> I mean, the the more you can disperse the coins, the, probably the, the longer you'll have to get away. Last time I was with my pet, pep, we did a sack smash. Yeah. <laughs> what about your grand grand pepper? <laughs> he was a haul up in my business. <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of my story there. Oh man. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Get a little morning session. Mine was a little bit sadder. Yours is really fun. You know, <laughs> hopping zombies. I just had like a dead celebrity cursed car. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Maybe we, maybe we get old Dino back over here in LA. He's buried in Indiana now. Yeah. Maybe we can get that priest out there and get him hopping over here. We hop. need more movies. Yeah, we do. Imagine a whole movie of hopping zombies of from hopping stars James of the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> hopping James, hopping Marilyn. Yeah. It would look good. Hopping JFK. Then we could finally get rid of all those people who have like those paintings of all of them, like Elvis, Marilyn Monroe, and James Dean, like hanging out together. And you're like, this does not look good. My favorite are the uh, those t-shirts you can get at like Ross that have like Marilyn Monroe with like a gangster bandana oh, across her face favorite. and big earrings, and yeah. it's like bad bitches never die. And it says California across yeah. the top of it <laughs> with a around. pot leaf to <laughs> dot the eye. <laughs> With that like metallic material, you know that Marilyn Monroe is one of the biggest gangsters of the fifties. Oh yeah, big that's time. why that's why 
they killed her. That's why they did it. Before she could invent rap. Yep. Her and Tupac are hanging out in Jamaica. Big time. So we want to say thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it when you do. And uh, if you guys want more information, go to campstrange.com. We have all the hyperlinks there. Please rate, review, and subscribe if you can. We'd really appreciate it. Um, What else are we going to say? We got merch. If you guys want to go check that out, Uh, we got mugs. We got shirts. We got merch. Um, I got to get to work soon, but oh yeah, David, what else do we got? Um, we got one of those books that's like for baby naming, but it's just passwords. If you can't think of a password, that's good. Yeah, you we can circle them. We have a slimy pogo stick that you can use as long as Grand Pepper doesn't show up and ask for it back. We got a uh, pregnant black cat. We got flowers that smell like tamales. Like like roses, like hot tamales, or like the actual f- food tamale. What? That's the thing. You get to decide when Ooh. you smell them. It's like a gobstopper. I know one thing we don't have, and that's a mummified cat slam dunking a mummified bird. Fuck. Would we need that? I need five hundred and fifty dollars. Right no, now. we need seven hundred and fifty to Ugh. to secure the package. Uh, we have seven hundred and fifty dollars. No, we don't. You're right. We've got an old RuneScape account Fully- with your name on it. <laughs> We have the deepest V on a shirt you've ever seen. Just so you can show off that Gucci belt. <laughs> That's how deep it goes. It's a it's a it's a V neck pa- uh, whole. Um, what's what's the things called that like uh, janitors wear where it's just like a big one utility one, belt. One big suit, you know, a jumpsuit. Yeah, it's a V jumpsuit, so your balls are hanging out the bottom. I think that's just a jumpsuit that's not buttoned up, bud. <laughs> We got an unbuttoned jumpsuit. We had no buttons. You just got fired. We needed the buttons for another outfit, so we're making this a new fashion. <laughs> I think that's enough. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. You need to go to work. Okay. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate what you do. David, you got anything to say? Um, don't forget to eat the buttons off your Grand Pepper's suits. <laughs> and don't forget to stay strange. <laughs>